and we're live. Welcome in. DNVR Bets Daily. Oh, man. What a night. What a night, Dre. It doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. As the old uh, Wolf of Wall Street line, I've been poor in life and I've been rich in life and I choose rich every time. <laughs> I have been through Nuggets eliminations where their their season ended and I've been through Nuggets eliminations where they survive to live another day. And I choose survival every time, baby. Every time, Ryan. Uh, it's almost as good as the quote that I pulled out yesterday, which was that... Clippers merely adopted Game 7. The Nuggets were born in it, molded by it. And that's why I told you, fair listener, that the Nuggets were going to win in a blowout. In a blowout. I, the most points we could get for the Nuggets were minus one and a half. We I, wanted like minus 10. I legitimately sat here before the show and was like, why can I not get Nuggets minus 10? My only regret is the two units I put on the Nuggets money line weren't the entire account. I know. Plus all my savings. I know. Because I never had any doubt. It's tied in the first, and it's like, they're going to blow this team out. If not for the turnovers, they'd be up 15. Well, the turnovers was four offensive foul calls on the perimeter, which was total garbage. But, you know, I've talked about this game in multiple different podcasts already. So apologies if you listen to all of our podcasts, you hear me recycle some takes here. Never apologize. the Nuggets, you know, there were so many conspiracies about, like, oh, everyone, they want the L.A. L.A. thing. You know, the, the refs are going to be biased. The Nuggets did not give the refs a chance. And I don't, I'm not a big subscriber to those types of conspiracy theories, but I hope that Mike Malone before the game said, the refs are going to want to give this to, to the Clippers. Do not give them a chance to. You know, it wouldn't have surprised me if it came down to a late call and it went against the Nuggets. Nuggets had no interest in letting it come down to any late calls and just put the foot on the throat and did not let up one bit. I was I was rooting for the Clippers to increase their lead in the second quarter. Because I knew, that, like, I, I would rather it be them have a nice lead and us storm back again because I knew they were going to get tight and let that happen anyways so as jamal's carrying them and just finding possessions to like keep them within two i was like oh the clippers are so dead and i i was telling my buddy in text wait for the second half the 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 supporting cast will start nailing shots and this thing is over and it really did come down to big shots from the supporting cast and it went into my whole theory about the nuggets not being scared of a game seven you just didn't see it. Now, like Michael Porter Jr. ends up being a little bit off. Uh, Gary starts off a little bit off. Gary props were money. In the second half, you get two threes from Jeremy Grant and two threes from Paul Millsap that really, to me, were the difference because in the second half, you know, Jermichael Green, who hit big shots for them in the first half, turns into a pumpkin, as our mm-hmm. friend Adam Adams loves to say. Um, you know, I'm, I don't even remember these clowns. Um, no, I mean, Lou Will is not making shots. Even Kawhi will. Kawhi do. can't yeah. make a shot. Paul, Paul George, George can't I mean, make a shot. Yeah. Uh, their only offense was like Mason Plumley fouling Montrez Harrell. It was beautiful. And then the way they played on offense in the third is the most beautiful basket I think I've ever seen a Nuggets team play, certainly in the playoffs in my lifetime. It made me, you've seen the documentary Once Brothers, the 30 for 30 on Drowsen Petrovic? Oh, yes. Yeah. Heartbreaker. 
his brother in that talks about right before Yugoslavia dissolved, it was this all-star team of Croatians, Serbians, all together, Vlade. And they have that amazing run in the European championships. And Drazen's brother in the documentary says, in LA, they had Showtime. In Zagreb, we had real Showtime. Mm. That's how I felt mm. last night in the third quarter was... It was, I've dreamed my entire life to see a Nuggets team play that way. It's what Jokic ball has been leading up to being and seeing the boys play that way was magical. By the way, the under hit nobody's business because the Clippers just didn't show up in the second half. What it did was the Clippers gorgeous. score? 82 points? Yeah, it was. I mean, they just disappeared. It, it was, was fantastic. So satisfying. I... I I'm already behind on 89. 89, okay. I'm already behind. I know. I'm already behind on rewatching the Broncos game because I've just been so busy. But like, I need to rewatch this. I just want to. It was art. Uh, Basketball yeah. art. They were playing monkey in the middle with the Clippers in the second <laughs> half. It was insane. And I mean, the biggest regret I have the entire series is not banging that triple yoke triple double there. I know you just I just wasn't confident enough they were going to hit enough either. shots. And I didn't see Jamal having a night like that. You I know. I mean, the best defensive backcourt in the world and he just tore him apart. That's what I said last night. I'm like that was the dream. You know, you have Jokic games, you have Murray games. And rarely, I mean, none pop out instantly in my mind when I try to think of when they both had a game together. It didn't happen. I, they both played really good in game 1 against the Jazz. Um, mm -hmm. but man, to, to, you know, the, we, as a sports fan, you dream of the games where everything's on the line and your best players play their best. Yes. yes. And we got it in spades last night mm -hmm. and it was contrasted against the big bad wolf on the other side, having their best players play their worst games in the biggest moment. And, oh, it's exhausted. So, it's so satisfying because the people who are were in this bar physically and the people who are in this bar spiritually are the only people who thought that was going to happen starting at the at 3-1 and and it happened yeah uh, other regret i have not banging that series line more when they were down 3-1 you know that's things i did with the jazz with the clips i didn't you know who did Hank Henry. <laughs> uh, you can always count on Hank such an optimist i i love that about Henry him. You know, one day it's going to come back to bite him that he doubles down on everything the higher the lines get. But he has gotten paid on uh, these series lines that he just, every time the Nuggets lose, he <laughs> puts it back right back into it. I, I love, I love his, uh, his fortitude. Truly. Uh, so, incredible. We win, you know, Amazing. all you needed really last night was the money line and anything else was just a bonus on top of that but yeah. the Jokic total hits easy uh if you had any yeah. Jamal props those yeah. hit except for no three like the three pointers came oh yeah somehow, yeah. uh the three pointers came from the role players more than they came from Jokic and Jamal how many right because Jokic was over he was six of 13 okay oh from three he yeah. shot 13 threes <laughs> isn't that crazy please do that every game against the Lakers yeah, Jamal was incredible from the three-point line last night. Like, yeah. the role players hit shots, but they, as a team, hit six threes in the third alone. No, I mean, Jamal's incredible. highlight reel from this postseason run alone 
is better than the highlight reel of everything he'd done thus far in his career. I know. It's absurd the jumps these guys as individuals and as a team have made. Right. Obviously, the, the end goal here is for the Nuggets to win a championship. But when they signed Jamal Murray to that contract and, you know, most people doubted it. Yeah. Like, he's pretty much already paid paid for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the only problem is he's the Nuggets haven't been able to have, uh, you know, full stadiums uh, f- paying for his contract right. during this run. But just incredible. Uh, and now, fortunately for the Nuggets, unfortunately for the betters of Denver, a two-day break before the Nuggets take on the Lakers in, you know, the ultimate David versus Goliath thing that we ever do as Nuggets fans is – is going up against the Lakers in a, in a playoff series, but it's oh. generational. Uh, my father's done it with the Doug Moe Lakers, and you know Doug, Doug Moe himself, Nuggets. famous, uh, yeah, Doug Moe Nuggets against the Showtime Lakers, famously Doug Moe's quote of like not giving his own team a chance, which look, it was the Showtime Lakers. He yep. wasn't wrong. Um, to you know the the Thuggets as we affectionately remember them with all the baby blue look type stuff on decked out and. Uh, who go, you know, losing six to those Lakers. I was 22. That was back in 2009. And now we get them now. Do you guys and want I the... I uh, never felt better. Do you guys want the series lines for the Nuggets-Lakers series? Oh, we know. Okay. Feel free to, feel free to read them. Uh, it's Lakers minus 625 mm-hmm. favorites, and uh, Nuggets are plus 450 for the series. We're, weren't the Clippers, though, minus 1,100 coming into that series? Yes, they were favored by more. Yeah, like give me more juice, Vegas. Right. Well, you, you're scared of the Nuggets now? Come on, come on. The little old Nuggets. Like, members of Fraud City in yeah. Vegas now? Oh, please. Fraud City, man. We got to shout out one DNVR listener who made a bet uh, on the Nuggets when they were down 3-1 at plus 5,000 that cashed in yeah, last night. Even then, it should have been higher. That's they were scared. Done. They were scared of the Nuggets for yeah. good reason. I mean, never happened in NBA history. Yeah. And you're still getting like mildly decent odds you're getting them at the same odds that i parlayed the abs to win a stanley cup final and the nuggets to make the western conference finals crazy that the the nuggets were the ones who held up their end of the bargain insane (laughs) oh man and and the abs if they just win that game seven are probably playing for a cup right now i'll just say this if you are not getting on either nuggets in seven or lakers in seven you haven't been paying attention. I'm seven. I got Nuggets in six, baby. Ryan, this team doesn't know how to play a playoff series that doesn't go to seven. Nuggets in six. I said it on the show last night. Not only are Nuggets winning this series in six, they're winning the next series in five. Plus 1,200. And the Larry O'B's coming to its rightful home of Denver, Colorado. For the first time in my life, I had a moment last night where I thought of a a Nuggets sticker pack with a Larry O'Brien, and I just about passed out. My mind has never gone there before. And typically when it does, I I get emotional and have to compose myself. It's a great place to be. Okay, first of all, make sure you head over to DraftKings Sportsbook app. That way when your team... Pulls off crazy upsets. Not only do you uh, profit emotionally, but you also profit physically. Yeah. And it's a, it's pretty great. It's a pretty it's great amazing. thing. It's a pretty great <laughs> it's thing. It's so, amazing. Uh, head it over there. Use that code DNVR when you download that top-rated sportsbook app. It's fantastic. And you can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when you do so. 
Uh, of course, you must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, so the headline of the show is about the Colorado Rockies, and Dre, I feel like I haven't uh, bet on the Colorado Rockies in years because we've just been yeah we've been worried about the playoffs. But yes, we have. We start here. The Colorado Rockies are one game out of the playoffs with 13 games left to play. Crazy. And they are five wins away from covering our 26 and a half. It's happening, baby. Do you realize like how right we were? I don't care what happens from here on out. We were so right about that 26 and a half yes. because we expected the best player on their baseball team to have a good season, which shouldn't be a tough thing to bet on. Yet... Nolan Arenado has been pedestrian. Yeah. He's been pedestrian. Unoffensive. And the Rockies are still in a great position to cover the 26 and a half. Yeah. 22 and 25 right there. And they won a big one against the A's yesterday. 3-1. 3-1. A's are hot, man. 30 and 19, too. They are cold now because they scored one run last night. Well, that's true. Uh, And so that brings us to today's game where... Herman Marquez on the mound against Mike Fires. I'll allow it. For, uh, yeah, thank you, uh, <laughs> for the athletics. And uh, we're back, Rocky. So we're going back to some of our old favorites. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the hits. Yep. The, yeah, we're going to play the hits we're tonight. We're going to play the hits indeed. Uh, Rocky's to... favored against this 30 and 19 team. Yep. Worth mentioning. Yep. So we begin here. First inning. Tie plus money, love it. Such, such a yes. <laughs> you love to just boost the account in the first inning. I mean, I should mention I have yet to win one of these. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm no. undefeated on these. Anytime I put money on it, the Rockies score. It's always my belief in the Rockies starter, and that belief pans out. But then the bats, which I'm always counting on being a little dormant the first couple of innings, come alive early when I bet it. Well, if that happens tonight, I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah, totally. Um, but I like it. I, I'm going to hit that eventually. I, I've just been unlucky. That's yeah, all I'm exactly. saying. It's a good bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good bet. I'm not trying to dissuade people from that. And then we also go to uh, the unders that avoid the bullpen, which is the first three innings. We go under three and a half. Money. Uh, plus 102. Beautiful. Yep, plus 102. And then an old favorite of yours, which is not a favorite of mine, that I'm going to ride on tonight. Let's go. Herman Marquez over four and a half strikeouts. Four and a half? Yep. They're Too baiting low. us. Too low. He's This season, he's only not hit that mark twice. How many starts? Like 13. Yeah. So it, I like that sample. There's a little bit of like the uh, the athletics being a good good lineup, and I think that's what they're baking in here. Sure. Um, but Herman misses. He misses bats. Misses bats. Come on. Under? How's the Coorsville under doing? <laughs> Did we stop tracking that? <laughs> I hate you. Uh, yes, we stopped tracking it, but that's okay. All you have to do is remember to get off the horse at the right time. And I true. got off at the right. I I think I ended nine and seven on course field <laughs> I unders. Think you're right. And I was like, I'm I'm stopping here. I'm in profitability. You somber shuffled. Your yeah. Way out. Just yep. Get me the hell out of here. I cool. see where this is going. <laughs> yep. Weather's heating up, but now the weather's cooling down a little bit. It's true. I'm not going on the under. We do have playoff hockey. 
I like Don't the care. Lightning to close this out against the Islanders. Regular timeline, plus 107 to get the Lightning, which is nice. Pretty sure hockey season ended like a week and a half ago. Well, playoff hockey's still fun. Uh, this is a big thing for These me. These series aren't great, but it is still fun. It's my biggest playoff hockey isn't fun this year because the Avs should have won it all. Yeah, so I mean, you're you're. T- I, look, I lost hundreds of dollars. <laughs> on the Avs. <laughs> you trust me? <laughs> look, look. I, this is one of my biggest failures as a sports fan. But when my team goes down, uh, the season's over to me. Yeah, uh, and I miss out. Like I'll, especially with hockey. And I love hockey, but you'll catch me tuning in maybe if there's a game seven in the Stanley Cup Finals. Basketball. You know, you're you're on a daily betting podcast. I mean, I think you need to change your ways. I don't think the stance you just took is allowed anymore in your life right now. I'm doing it. I've got the Rockies mm. here. Mm. <laughs> All I got to do is give out a pick. I've got the Rockies here, he says, with that grin. I like the Padres, plus 107. Do you know two hottest teams in the NL are both in the Rockies division? It's the Padres, who I admittedly didn't believe in at all coming into the season, and the Dodgers. They square off today in what's going to be a big one, which honestly doesn't help the Rockies hit that over 26 and a half because their next season series is with the Dodgers. It would be really nice if the Dodgers had the division locked up, but now they're looking over... Um, their shoulder because of the Padres. Padres starter Adrian Morejon? Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, 253 ERA, while uh, Gratterall has a 306 ERA for the Dodgers. Sounds like a heartburn medication. (laughs) It does. Yes, you're right. Uh, So there you go, guys. I I like the Padres. I I found the air in my ways. I'm changing and I'm taking the plus money. I mean, it's not about the air in my ways. It's about the plus money. Let's be honest. I have never been jealous of the Padres about anything in my entire life until they oh. got the Slam Diego nickname. That's so Bro, good. It's so Slam good. Diego's insane. It's so good. Oh, man. And like, I see shirts with it on it, and I'm like, man, I wish one of our teams had a nickname that good. Slam Diego. Yeah, that's dope. It's so good. Wow, wow. Shout out Fraud City. It's pretty good. Fraud City's fantastic too. But <laughs> Slam Diego, oh my God. They're, whoever's selling those shirts is, uh, they can't print them fast enough, I'm sure. Well, there's yeah, probably like seven much. San Diego Padres fans, no, but no. every one of them has three of those shirts. <laughs> I think San Diego is feeling good about the Padres right now. That's all they got. And that's tomorrow, so Thursday night football, Ryan. Oh my God. Thank God. And then it's been so long without football. Coastal Carolina on fire. Oh, yeah, <laughs> let's go. The Chanticleers. Uh, this is – life is so magical. They have this little running back. His name is uh, Marable. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Marable tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he is – he's awesome. It, like, Italian soccer comes back in the weekend. We're, we're doing such great things, Ryan. This is so – I feel like we should be raising banners in the bar. Oh, there will be a, – a time will come when we raise banners in the bar. Um, what is the Thursday night football game? <laughs> the Browns Bengals, I believe. Ohio Derby, yeah. as yeah. you would call yeah. it, Let's is go. interesting. I oh this reaction. God. Can I just guess based off your facial expression right now who you like in this game? You like the Browns. 
<laughs> I nailed. Did I, I nail it? I don't, you like the Bengals? I kind of like the Bengals. Let's go. I love the Bengals. Look, I love Baker, and I'm not even that big of a Burrow guy. And if that, if I'm kind of leaning Bengals, that's a, it's a bad sign mm-hmm. for the Browns. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I just love Thursday night football, so much. <laughs> Wow, this is maybe the hottest stick I've ever heard on our pod. We've had hot ones. I am such a simple human when it comes to football on television. Yeah, it is nice. You can put the, like, give me the two worst teams in NFL history, which actually franchise-wise, we might have it right here. Uh, But I'm saying, like, take the the goal of Thursday night Give me, like, the (laughs) 0-16 Lions and the 0-16 Browns. Mm -hmm. They went 0-16, right? Yeah. Uh, put it in London. To get, yes, put it in London <laughs> and play it at 7 a.m. on Thursday. Stream it on Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I will watch every snap. It's a hilarious scenario I just described because we've all done that. These are actual things that have happened, and we all wake up, and we're happy happy as can be to put on this crappy game in London at 7 a.m. Everyone <laughs> complains about Thursday Night Football, yet everyone watches it. I'm just more self-aware. I love Thursday Night Football. Here's the worst part about those London games. I, like, get excited. Like, the night before, I, like, set, set my alarm, alarm in the morning, and I'm like, oh, man, I get to wake up to football. How great is that? It is nice having those 11 games scattered a little. No, you're right. I usually get up for the Thursday games because as a draft guy, I'm always like, oh, Burrow against Baker. You know, I get excited about these matchups. Then by the second quarter, it's like, okay, this is going to be a blowout. Never mind. No. I, look, I don't care if the score is 55-0 or 3-0. You've got I juice. still love it. You're involved. I'm involved. I exactly. Good for you, Ryan. Oh, I can't wait for Thursday Night Football. That'll bridge the gap nicely to that Nuggets game on Friday. And, of course, my Chanticleers. Uh, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Uh, <laughs> let me know if we've got any coastal fans out there. I'm sure we do. Frankly. D'Angelo Henderson, my guy. Uh, anyways, I hope I think that's gonna wrap it up for us today. <laughs> yeah. Rockies, don't screw this up. It's Counting been a while. We're rocks. giving you another chance. Counting on you. All right. Yeah. See you guys later.